Hi, this is the Family Business Podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping family businesses thrive. I'm your host, Russ Hayworth, and I work with family businesses to help them to navigate the highs and lows that can come with working with your family. Each week, I will share insights and experiences from my own work and from other advisors from around the world. You will also hear directly from family businesses who have been kind enough to share their own stories. If you want to find out more about the show, just head over to fanbizpodcast.com and you can get in touch with me there and find all our previous episodes. If you're enjoying the show, I'd be very grateful if you'd leave me a review in iTunes. It helps others to find the show and it gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling in my belly. Just head over to fanbizpodcast.com forward slash iTunes and follow the link. Anyway, it's time for this week's show. Enjoy. So, welcome to this very special edition of the Family Business um, Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Hayworth, and I'm really happy today to be joined by George Bryan of uh, Drayton Manor Park. We'll get George to introduce himself and run through um, his family business history. Um, but before that, for those who aren't in the room, we are recording this live. Um, and I'm at the Family Business Network conference in Carlisle. Um, so, hello, Carlisle. There we go, that worked, that's good. Um, so, yeah, we, George and I are going to have a conversation about his own family business story and some of the transitions that he's uh, been part of. Uh, and so, firstly, uh, welcome to the show, George. And secondly, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me, um, wherever you are. Sue. Maybe you are. Um, so I'm third generation of our family business. So Drayton Manor was started um, 70 years ago in 1949 um, by my grandfather, George Bryan, which I know, yeah, my father didn't have to think too much about my name when I was born. Um, and uh, next year is actually our 70th operational year. So it's actually 70 years this year, but 70 years uh, next year. Um, so the business has been going, and we're a, a regional um, theme park based in the Midlands. Uh, we didn't start out as a theme park, really. Um, my, my grandparents had a... Uh, my, my grandfather met my grandmother whilst on leave during uh, World War II. Um, they got married very quickly uh, after that. And then when, um, obviously, the war, the war finished, um, it was... You know what do you do? What do you do? So they went to actually work for my grandmother's uncle, and he owned a park called California Park, which was in Reading, in um, Surrey. And um, the park basically was all it was was it was um, uh, naturally fed, fed spring lakes, and it had a few cottages and a big old building on it, and that was what people did in their leisure time. And it was quite popular during uh, World War Two because people would leave. Uh, London joined the Blitz to go and stay um, at the, the California Park. And uh, anyway, the, the, that business uh, failed not too long after after the war, and my grandparents uh, wanted to try and recreate um, that sort of experience for families. And that's where they found um, Drayton Manor Park as a search for sale, and, and they bought it. So and they basically recreated the model. And it was all about, and being obviously... Um, um, what's the day today? National uh, Mental Health Awareness Day. It was all basically about that, but it wasn't recognised like that then. It was it was about having um, uh, open space, um, fields to go and play in, uh, lakes to swim in, because obviously Birmingham in that sort of t- uh, era was very uh, uh, heavily industrialised. So there was a lot of 
you know, bad air, a lot of mines around the Tamworth area as well. So people used to come to Drayton to just get some fresh air and, and just have fun with their, their family, basically. So that's how it all started. Um, and then the park has grown and grown over the years. My, my grandfather um, died seven, seven years ago now. Uh, my father he is, um, was supposed to be here today, actually, but um, unfortunately he realised Carlisle's a really long way away. Um, <laughs> um, um, so anyway, the, the business was built up over um, the 70 years. We've gone from, uh, like I say, the small family sort of green space, and then we've gone through uh, in the 80, late 80s, early 90s, and the noughties, a big change of putting in big roller coasters, etc., um, to bring in the, the teenage uh, market and um, over the last 10 years we've actually the, the company has changed direction um, albeit a bit by accident but um, my brother and myself and my cousin that are working in the family business we're, we're going with that and we're changing direction of the business uh, over the next uh, few years um, so yeah it's a it's been a it's an interesting family mm. business <laughs> and you've sort of been a witness to um, two major generational Transitions. So the first one from your grandfather to your father, and then um, more recently the one where uh, your brother um, William took over as managing director. Um, how was that process for you? How, how did that feel going through those transitions? Um, well, the first the first transition just happened by I don't know osmosis. It, there was there was no discussion about it. It was just naturally at some point, son, you will you will take over. You know, um, my, my my grandfather was uh, eighty eight when he retired, so uh, my my father hasn't been actually in charge that long. Uh, but he he is responsible for all the the growth within the business um, for the last thirty years. So yeah, he, he's got to be very proud of what he's actually done. So um, the. The um, uh, second to third generation, uh, tra uh, the tra transition was was um, it was tough. wasn't wasn't easy. Uh, we had we had a, a family business consultant actually in the business, and he's been with us now for for over ten years. And um, basically, it was all about who's who's going to take over because um, there was four of the, the third gen that were working in the business at the time. We're all operational, and we always have been. From you know, I started working when I was probably 13 in the business. So we were, we've been in the business a very long time and we were all operational and it was trying to decide who, who would be the best person to, um, to take over. I think the decision was made in 1972 when my brother was born that he was going to take over. So uh, <laughs> he's the heir, I'm the spare, as I like to call myself. Um, <laughs> um, but... Um, it was it was a very difficult time because a lot of a lot of this done was was, was done behind um, closed doors and, and no conversation whatsoever to to the gener um, to the um, to myself to my cousin the conversations took place with my brother and and, and the other directors and that was it so there was, there was, the, the communication was was awful but um, and it was it was, I was I was very bitter for a while um, but I got over it and actually. They probably did make the right decision of choosing my brother, even though it was, you know, nepotism at its finest. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was it was a very difficult situation. So, but it, we're through it now. It's five years down the line, um, you know. And if I was the managing director, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys as well. So, you know, there is benefits as well <laughs> to not being the managing director. And I guess um, so. You grew up on the park, yeah, and you had a 
zoo in your back garden. Um, <laughs> the picture there is, I think, as you with John Noakes, is it? Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm the little one with the head just popping over. <laughs> so the one in the horrible brown top, that's my brother. <laughs> uh, my, the, obviously, the next one is my cousin Edward, uh, and I'm, I'm there, I'm two, I think. And my cousin, who I work very closely with, uh, she's not been born, so she's not on that photograph. So yeah, there's John Noakes. Mm -hmm. So that was that was the opening of a, uh, a dinosaur land we, we came up with, and uh, yeah, he was the uh, the star of the, the day at the time. So yeah, um, yeah, that's me, my first uh, public appearance. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess for for some of our audience, certainly for me, it it's strange to I I can't imagine at all what it would be like growing up with a zoo and a theme park in your back garden. Um, we perhaps haven't got time for the full story, but I'm right in thinking um, there was a chimpanzee in the zoo um, that didn't like you much. Yeah. Um, and so every time you came near him, he, he threw poo at you. Yeah, that did. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was Toto. Um, there was Topsy and Toto, and, and they were uh, uh, sort of resident chimps, and they'd been there. Actually, Toto knew me more than... I knew myself because he's over 50 now. He actually, we actually only retired him um, three years ago. So he, he, we moved him on to a, 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 a ape sanctuary down in, in Wales. So he's gone to live with other chimps because his partner died and, and he, was, he was by himself. And chimps do live a very long time. So, uh, but yeah, he, he didn't like me very much because I used to tease him, unfortunately. Um, they live I, know, a long time. I know it's horrible, but that's what I did. <laughs> they live a long time and they've got a long memory. They have got, yeah, like an elephant. They never forget. But uh, yeah, he's, it, yeah, so he's moved on. So, yeah. So, so you're growing up in this fantastic place. Um, you've got theme park rides, you've got a zoo. You're part of this family business. And Throughout your kind of childhood, you might have had aspirations of going into the business in a particular format, in a particular role. And then to have those discussions held around succession with the assumption that you, you wouldn't become the managing director, how did you come to terms with the fact that you perhaps had to find a different role? Was that tough? Um, well, first of all, I, I didn't want to join the family business, <laughs> but I was sort of... Uh, was it parental channeling into um, the family business? Um, uh, yeah, well, it was tough. Um, my cousin and I, we were in it together because we were we were both operational and we were both sort of the the, the idea behind um, sort of coming out of operations was to allow my brother to be able to manage the business properly without having to manage. His siblings. So yeah, trying trying to tell your brother what to do because I obviously I'd be the first one to go jog on. No way, <laughs> you know. But so so he had to create his own team and have his own people around him. So it was the right decision. But at the time, it's it's really it's it's a really uh, hard thing to uh, to swallow. Um, and my cousin and I, we spent you know a good three years remodeling what we're actually going to do within the business. And uh, we're both, at the moment, we're both extremely happy with, with how it's worked out. But it was, the process could have been handled a hell of a lot better. It was, it was not uh, good and it wasn't fun at all. And with, with that in mind, what sort of tips would you pass on um, to the people here and the, the wider audience as to how that could perhaps be 
um, better managed for, for those that are facing that yeah. discussion coming up? Um, I think that the, the main one is in all sort of literature to do with family business, it's about communication. It's as simple as that. It's just communicate, 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 communicate about anything. Doesn't have to be about certain things, but just about anything. Um, uh, start those discussions early as well, um, and um, perhaps one of some of the one of the main things that changed is is, is my my father went to a, a, something like this, and then actually met similar people that are going through it and I think that's what changed the whole mindset that's why we got our consultant in and all this sort of stuff so you know I think probably attending these events and, and learning from other people is probably one of the best things um, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a right and there's a, a wrong way of doing it well actually I, the wrong way was the way I was treated but never mind um, <laughs> I'm over there now maybe <laughs> um, but yeah I think it's all about communication um, and, and starting starting early and, and just setting it out you're going to upset people by saying oh by the way you're not going to be the next man you're going to upset people but it, it, just get it out on the table I think that's the easiest way of doing it fantastic and um, you're making a uh, you're using your experience and um, some of the studying that you've done since and, and the work you've done on family business to, to go into consultancy yourself now aren't you is that, is that right? yeah that's correct yeah so I, I'm, I've set up my own uh, consultancy business and uh, will be dealing with with these issues where I have um, vast amounts of experience on uh, and I'm trying to help other family businesses uh, through these issues so yeah looking forward to that and the, the, there's obviously a lot of um, uh, theoretical work out there, a lot of academic work that is done on family business. You would have had to have, I know the qualification that you, you've been through in order to, to go into the consultancy side, and a lot of that is academic. Was it useful from being within a family business to, to go in and understand a lot more of that? academic side of things? Yeah, I think it, it, from, from my, my point of view, I think it made it a lot um, easier um, because you can relate that they're writing about stuff that you've done, you've lived through, you've breathed, so it's, it, it's actually really easy. Um, we're, we're drawing um, close to the end of our um, time here, so I ask all of my guests um, for one tip that they would pass on to um, family business. And then what we're going to do, which we wouldn't normally do on a um, podcast, because I say it's normally me and my pants in my office, is to throw it open to Q&A. Um, so if you have got any questions um, of uh, George, um, then um, we'll, we'll do a Q&A uh, after he's given his one top tip. It's never, it's never one. It's never <laughs> one. I, again, I would, would go back to communication. Start as early as possible and start communicating with your children what your expectations are, what you, what, you know, how you, how you see it going. Like I say, you're going to upset a few people, but you just, just have to get on with it and what's best for the family. So that's my one tip. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, Q&A time. Has anyone got a question? And if you could wait until the mic arrives so that there's a chance that this will pick up the um, question as well as the answer. It's just more of nosiness than anything. What is it that you are doing that you found the niche working with your cousin in the business? Um, so um, we look after the development of the park for the future. Um, we've been working the last couple of months on the, uh, the new strategy for the business uh, going forward. So that also includes visiting and, and buying new rides and stuff like that. So that's, that's quite cool. <laughs> but also I, I take... Um, 
a great sort of, I, I try and, I've been trying to modernize the board as well uh, to get it a bit more functional. So I've been doing sort of board evaluations, uh, some work on that sort of stuff. So yeah, matters reserved, you're doing all the policies and getting it really up to date um, to where it should be. Well, I, I believe it should be, so yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, you talk a lot about with your cousins and it being that sort of horizontal thing. What's next? How, how do you think you stop the next generation being your brother's kids that take it on as opposed to yours or are your cousin's children? Well, my son's already working in the business. So, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got him first. <laughs> You've alluded to the fact that, obviously, that's been problematic, this changeover with your brother taking on the managing director's role. Yeah. And I just wondered how the uh, family dynamic coped with that, um, the wider family dynamic, like Christmas and all the other things that uh, you do as a family. Yeah. Well oh, no, that was, that, that, that was something that was actually absolutely fine. Um, we decided a few years ago, um, I think it was my mother actually, um, she decided for us that um, when we have family get-togethers, we, we don't talk about business. Um, so it's got it's got to be sort of eight years ago where we we just don't talk about business when we're we're, we're all together and the, that, that um, those issues never really came up uh, while we're together as a family so yeah it, it wasn't a problem so but it, it was it was too difficult to not to talk about business when you're also involved in it but yeah it's we never had those issues so there you go. Um, I think we're there on questions. Um, we actually got some feedback before that we were asking really good questions, so well done, everyone. But I think we're about to take it down a level. I want to know, what was your favourite ride at Drake? Uh, um, yeah, um, I don't know, it's a difficult one, that is. The, my favourite ride at the moment is, is Maelstrom. Which is a it's a swinging pendulum and you face outside and it, it doesn't go upside down but it's that's my favourite ride at the moment. I think my favourite ride as a child growing up was the snake train, which was um, actual uh, an invention of my my, my grandfather and it was because um, after World War Two there was a lot of surplus uh, equipment army equipment left over and it was always really cheap so some of our rides were actually old army equipment that was that was modified to to be a ride so that we, we had landing boats, landing pontoons as, as to go around the lake and that sort of stuff. But this was a ride and it was actually a, a bomb carrier that used to take bombs to Lancaster's and he, he attached and put um, cars on the back and he used to drive around like a little wooded area and, and that was that was really cool. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good ride. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Thank you very much. Thank Cheers. I hope you found this episode useful. If you have, then why not share it with your family and see what they think? I work with families just like yours to help them to better understand the complexities that can come with being a family in business. So whether you're just starting out or heading into the umpteenth generation, if you feel that I could help, check out fanbizpodcast.com forward slash work with Russ and get in touch. Until next time, take care.